Bada bing, bada boom, waffles in the room. Woo! What's going on, everybody? I'm sorry. I, honestly, I didn't know you were recording and I just panicked. You're too excited. I'm not taking that out of the recording. That's Hi, fine. everyone. Hello. We're back. And we're back in this room. I want more coffee. What time is it? It's it like, is like almost 10 p.m. We are not making coffee right now. Yeah, that's probably not a good idea. People, it is a crazy world out there right now. Hope y'all got some toilet paper. <laughs> oh my god. So today we went shopping. I turned the corner in one of the aisles and there it was. The toilet paper. Toilet paper. Yo, I legit almost cried. I was like, so happy. It was like the Pokemon Charizard card. You just couldn't find it anymore. I'm sorry, my husband is a nerd. I apologize. Hi, everybody. If you there. didn't know, yes, yes, I am a massive you just nerd. just made a Pokemon reference. But anyway, we're here. and Yes, we are. We are ready to do our podcast again because it's April now. And there's only so much Backstreet Boys you can listen to in a day. <laughs> what? <laughs> Even now, like I have their music stuck in my head, so I'm very excited. Well, I can't be excited anymore. I just hope we can still go this September. But oh, that's why, yeah, because we bought tickets to see them and, and the know, weekend, and the weekend in June, which that's babe, which was more important because that that album was was fire. Oh my god, my I might actually cry right now. All right, let's not do that. No, babe, it's the weekend. You know how I get. It's just, it's only Thursday. Yeah, but <laughs> it is Thursday. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. I've been losing track of days because of this quarantine-ish. I've been home for three weeks now. Yes. Coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19, a.k.a. kill your favorite person. I hate this virus. It's it's really been getting to us clearly, as you can see. Um, but, yeah, we... We felt like talking about how this has been impacting us as a family and, you know, our jobs. Just for people out there to hear from someone real. Not that the other people out there aren't real, but you know what I mean? (laughs) It's like the Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, hmm. I feel like you're talking to the side of the mic. Babe, it's loud enough. Okay, okay. I can see the sound waves. Okay, okay. I apologize. I apologize. I adjusted the mic for you. Um, I can start with how it's affecting me. Sure. So, I work for an unnamed company that I cannot say. And um, things were okay for the most part. I mean, it was all over CP24. This virus was getting out of hand. And no one was really taking it as serious until up until now. And even now, we'll get into that. But, um... I had to make a decision, either be financially in some issues for a little while or, or or take care of my health. And my health was more important for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. And I've been home ever since. Um, it's been two weeks now. It's Yeah, it's been two weeks right as of tomorrow. And uh, I'm due for another two weeks. <laughs> so this whole thing has been kind of grueling. I've... Literally getting sick and tired of looking at my house, my walls. Your uh, wife. I didn't say that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's it's been an interesting experience. At least I get to play video games. 
So. Like you don't do that anyway. I, I yeah. So I mean, I got more time to do that now. Mm-hmm. And read comic books. Yeah. So. But yeah, so you're asthmatic, which is probably what you should have started with. But it's okay. That's why I'm here. I and you know I forget these things. We know that it's because you're asthmatic why we made that decision for you to self-isolate because again with covid people with underlying issues but especially lung issues are a high risk for you know a fatal reaction to the, the virus but apparently i'm the one who's overreacting so according to his workplace apparently but anyway not to bad talk anybody it's just that this whole virus has put so much in perspective for the rest of the world at least i've always been that kind of person to be like done with the man kind of attitude question everything (laughs) we're not gonna take it (laughs) (laughs) like i am a heavy sci-fi fan and i always I, i i've just always been in that state where i just don't trust authority and i believe a lot of the things that we accept as human as humans are wrong but it's just that we have to go along with it because you know society dictates all these things and and for the most part we are kind of powerless to resist but anyway that's not what this is about it's just with the virus you see especially here in the so-called western world this weird desire to just keep going as normal and people it's like they refuse to acknowledge that this is not a normal time you know for a person who is sick like doing your job on a normal basis is already a hazard because you're in an enclosed space sometimes there's a lot of dust and you know allergens in the air like just the other day you had a coughing episode at work that had nothing to do with covid but just because someone was smoking. Yeah. Right? Uh, like, it was scary. And again, like, for those... I don't want to... For those who know me know what I do for work. And for those that don't, I apologize. Again, I don't want to be slandering anyone that I work for and mm-hmm. all that other stuff. Because they are good people to an extent to me and whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, with my job, I will always be first in contact with whoever tries to you know enter the premises and whatnot and that should be a dead giveaway of what i did yeah it really is but (laughs) um again like i do have asthma very bad asthma and the littlest things could really like send it into overdrive or whatever you want to say and i just didn't feel like society as a whole wasn't taking this as seriously as enough as i was at the time especially after having my um my coughing episode and i and it hit it pretty much hit me right there like if i catch this thing this won't be an episode like i'll be in a hospital hooked up to a respirator and Mm -hmm. i don't want that Mm -hmm. you know and then already with not enough beds and and hospitals telling people to just self-isolate at home i live with two senior citizens and i have a a, a seven-year-old Okay, they're not senior citizens (laughs) they technically are (laughs) they have their they have their card they're over 
senior citizen is like in my head senior citizen you're like 70 or something man that's parents are not even 60 yet i'm just saying that's just i'm just saying it's a technical term okay they're almost 60 for full disclosure but they're not 60 yes but again if if you have the card you know what it is you're hilarious <laughs> um, Once you register, man, they're it's, over fifty-five. Babe, right. it's like they it's, are okay. I it's agree. like the Avengers, all right. Once you, Avengers. once you, once you register, you cool. You a superhero now. That's why Cap and Iron Man didn't get along. You Crickets. all saw the movie, Crickets. right? So anyway, you live with people who are older. They are also vulnerable. You're so and, nice. You know, yeah. So. It's just been such a scary time. And again, people have not been responding to me logically. But it's, it's again, it's a testament to how tied we are to the structure of society as we know it. So like, and that brings it to my job. So everyone knows I'm a teacher by now. And it has been an anxiety riddled ride for me right now. So and out of meetings like crazy. Yeah. Um, or March break was the 15th to the 19th, right? So we would not have been at work anyway. And after that, though, it was kind of up in the air about when we would come back to work. They had already changed some dates before we left, but it was kind of just like a one-week extension of the, the quadmester. Um, I don't teach in a semester at school. It's like half semester, half semester. But it's still high school. Lo and behold, after that, now we're at home and we're hearing, okay, schools are closed for two weeks. Okay, schools are closed for longer. Okay, we don't know when you're coming back. And it's just been, you know, a crazy ride. Now, personally, if it was up to me, the school year is done. See you in September. Right now, students who need to graduate, you're getting a pass-fail for your credit courses. You're all going to graduate. See you in September for the other people. That's how I would have approached it. Because think about the environment we're in right now. If you, if you turn on the news right now, whoever is listening to this podcast, as long as it's not like 10 years in the future, obviously. But in this present time, We'll turn on the news. It's about COVID-19. You're picking up a paper, if people still do that, it's about COVID-19. You're scrolling through your Facebook, it's about COVID-19. We are in such a heightened state of anxiety and fear as a, as a whole world right now. How can we expect learning and teaching to be going on? How? Like, our son is seven years old. And, of course, for kids, it's an extended vacation. But after a while, they do miss their friends. And he's starting to bounce off the walls, too. Just as today, he wanted to talk about his new hat that he new shoes that he wants to show his friends when he gets back to school. Yeah, you know, like, they haven't seen, you know, normalcy in three weeks, right? They haven't been able to play with their friends. And I'm including teenagers, too. You know, they still hang out with friends, whether we... You know, acknowledge that or not. All teenagers don't just glue themselves to an electronic device all day. You know, it's really, really hard for children right now. 
No libraries, no rec centers, nothing. Nothing. You can't even go to the park anymore. Like You're stuck in off. your house. The most you can do is go for a walk and you have to stay away from everybody. No congregating unless it's your family member. And even then they put a number on that. So That's crazy. Like, in what universe can we expect that any normalcy can take place? Teaching and learning, grading assignments, doing homework. Are you kidding me? And speaking of like the non-essentials, like it seems to me damn near everybody is essential in this in this climate right now because even the guy the hot the hot dog stand in the corner could be selling hot dogs. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like the city or the country of Canada in general, maybe some provinces are, but I know here in Ontario we're not taking it as serious as we should. No. I mean like for I mean we have bus drivers catching this virus and nobody's really canceling services there they believe it is essential and to an extent yeah maybe it is to get maybe someone to the grocery store and back but i mean if that was the case you would have ubered taxi or whatever anyways if the buses were canceled Mm -hmm. you would have found a way to get from point a to point b and if you can't that's where the government steps in and again, so there are there transit. are people who are depo- who are dropping care packages f- f- with groceries for people. Yeah. Like you just need to go and look. It's yeah. not impossible. It's not ideal either. But <laughs> in t- in today's climate, what's ideal? Exactly, right. What is not ideal is expecting people to behave like it's business as usual, right? Like I'm no. So today is April three. No, it's not. It's April two. Um, and next week, teachers are expected to have full online interface ready for our students. We don't even know, as of today, as of this date, all the students who have access to internet or devices. We have reached out to them, but we have not heard back from all of them, right? I heard from a, a particular student today that they're caring for a parent who has the virus, so they have to drop out of class, right? And I teach adults, by the way. It's still high school, but I teach adults. So imagine how many more of them like that are there. Imagine how many of them might actually be sick, and we don't know, and that's why we can't hear from them. They might be in the hospital right now, right? Or they might be essential workers, and know they have to be working more hours than they normally would, right? And then again, for those who are not adults, the students of these adults know knowing your mom and dad is out there working in in some hospital in a grocery store at a gas station something your mind is on their safety 24 7 and you're not gonna have them to be home to help you facilitate your learning right i mean i'm gonna keep it real because my father um he works in a warehouse for furniture why is that essential Exactly. Are we all going to die of not having... Who is furniture right now? Mind you, it's not just regular. It's for offices. It's built for company offices. Is, Again, where everyone is working from home. Do we really need that business table right now? Like, let's keep it real, guys. This is not the time to be all willy-nilly, to keep your company going, and for the sake of the bottom line. Like, people's lives are at risk. Yep. 
And I don't think people understand that. And and yes, the government is partly to blame because they 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 give you a way to find a loophole mm. to stay open. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're 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 classified as an essential worker. Essential on my backside. And he's giving you this title, the frontline workers, like it's some courageous badge of, of yeah, honor you like should we're have. Going to war here. If I was so essential, why am I only making minimum wage? Exactly. Why is it that my company can fire me if they want at any given time and there will face no repercussions? And let's keep it real. The only reason why any of us is protected for those who are staying home is just because the government said we are. Yeah, for now. And already companies are looking to lay people off because of the lo- the money losses that they're all facing. Yeah, because they'll find a way, right? They won't fire you, but they just won't schedule you for work. They'll say, oh, you know, we, we have... We're, we're operating on a skeletal crew right now, so you're not really needed today. We'll call you when we need you. And they never call you back. So, I'm just and saying. And that like, way, they technically haven't fired you, so yeah. they're safe. And that's why I'm saying, like, people need to be serious about this. And I, and I, and I understand that kids will be kids, but as, as I'm a 30-year-old man, and I know better than to be walking around. Babe, you're 31. 31 holy smokes it was my birthday when this thing was a pandemic yeah actually on his birthday is when they announced all the yeah the new laws and stuff i was just like well <laughs> this is not the way i thought i'd be baby. celebrating um yeah. but yeah like i'm 31 and which i just remembered and um i know better than to be sitting outside a, a closed even when we went outside there was a gentleman sitting at the park yeah just sitting there just sitting there and I understand he's by himself. He's not congregating. He's not doing anything wrong. But you set that image that, hey, if he's doing it, think about everyone else. Yeah. Like, and again, like these are in our community. Oops, I hit the mic. In our community, when when we when there is one individual sitting down there, especially in a popular place of congregation, mm-hmm. others will look at that in our community, especially and look at that and say, Look, this gentleman's sitting in the park. Maybe it's not all that serious. We can go sit there too. Yeah. And then there the were congregation a lot begins. Of outside today. Today was one of those, you know, good weather days. It was above ten degrees. And I mean, I get it. You're cooped up in the house. You want to go for a quick walk and get some fresh air. But there were a lot of people outside to the point where I started to get worried. I put a mask on my son and I said, Okay, if we're gonna go for this walk, if we see people coming, we're gonna move. Like that's that's where your headspace is yeah because you're worried so much about your health i went to pick up a parcel today from a post office very near to the house like not far at all home there was a guy in there sniffling his nose off and i thought i was gonna have a panic attack like i'm telling you he's he every 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 breath he took he had to to do a sniffle i don't blame you for feeling paranoid right and i'm like oh my god i have to he was in front of me in the line and the worker was was wearing gloves that was good but they didn't change the gloves when they were interacting with me so i literally held the thing by like the corner of the package as soon as i got to the car i wiped the hell out of it with lysol yeah killed my hand with hand sanitizer like do you see like this is the state of mind we're in and we don't know how long we're going to be in this state of mind. And we don't know when things are going to get better. Every day on TV, they're adding another month to it. First, they said we're potentially in May. You know, we'll start reopening things. Now we're hearing we could be home as long as till July. 
we are we just finished march and let's just keep it real people like even when we start to reopen things start to you start seeing normalcy a bit this virus didn't just go away exactly it'll still be there but it's gonna slow right down we might have a vaccine in place or other ways to handle this virus and it it could be looking like brighter days and again we will see brighter days this is not all doom and gloom this is not the end of the world but what i am saying is this we will not have normalcy for a very long time Social distancing will not die. Behave and and follow the laws. It's gonna take longer. Like in other countries, people are still having parties. People are still congregating. I saw um, an article. At least ten people who had a house party last week. Ten of them are dead now, from the virus, and several others have it and are in the hospital. A house party of over fifty people. Why? And these were not kids. These were grown-ass adults. These were people over 40 years old. You know, who decided, oh, you know, it's just us and, and you know, we're safe and, and we're going to have some big-ass house party in our basement. Right? Like, it, and then what people don't understand is people can have it and not have symptoms. That's it takes at least two, four to weeks. Understand. No, but you can just have it and not have symptoms at all. You see that there? Yeah, you're asymptomatic, but the virus is in you. So you rub your nose, you you rub your eyes, you cough in your hand a little bit, and, you, and you're, you're not sick, though. But you touch something, and you have passed the virus through that touch. So, you know, it's people just need to stay at home if you can. And if you can't, get a mask wash your hands don't touch your face and keep away from others that's what we have to do as an entire globe right now in every corner of this planet and if people just do that let's say for one month if for one month we had a 95 percent rate of people doing that i am very sure the virus would be gone in that month no, for sure, because it has nowhere to go. Exactly. Maximum maybe two months. But people people just insist on defying authority. People insist on having this God complex like, you know, I don't need to adhere to the rules of others and I know more than everybody else or everything is a conspiracy and, you know, what they say is not actually true and it's actually some super biological weapon out there. Like, okay, what if it is? It's still killing people. It's still killing people. So that's worse. Stay your ass inside. Like, honestly, whether, whether and again, whether, whether or not you believe this is some conspiracy theory, maybe you're, you're a theorist. Some people might think you as a, as a radical or whatever the case may, keep, may be. Even if you're on the other side of the coin and you're just saying, yeah, people are getting sick, but, you know, it might not get me. I think I'm fine. I know I'm clean. I don't talk to anybody anyways. Listen, just stay home. Don't give in to this 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 premise that you are fine and you are safe because you're not. None of us are. And instead of and again to you to you out there who is spreading the message that this is some kind of conspiracy theory that the government is after you, whether that is true or not, I could care less. But instead of spreading fear, tell people to stay home. 
if you feel like your voice is that powerful, tell people to stay home. Give them the positive message instead of sending fear throughout the rest of the world because you're not helping. Yep. You're giving more ammunition to people to say, this is my freedom. These are my rights. So I'm going to go outside to hell with what the government is saying. We know this is a conspiracy. I mean, just the other day, we were listening to someone saying this was a conspiracy. Yeah, and at the, the end States. of the and at the video, he thinks he's 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 John Connor from the Terminator about if you're hearing this, you are the resistance. Like, shut the hell up. And he's telling people to go buy guns, go buy firearms buy and stuff. Do you know how irresponsible that is? Oh my God. And these are the type of people in the world that we have to be aware of. Yeah. And for us as a society of people, we have to do better. Because right now, the only thing we got is our families mm -hmm. and each other. Mm -hmm. And if we really want to stay alive in all of this, it's a simple thing. Stay home. Yep. As much as possible. I'm not saying trap yourself and board the doors. Go for a walk. Stretch your legs. Even have, like we saw this nice family outside, right in the bottom of the driveway, just sitting down in chairs, talking, having a drink. Yeah. Do whatever it takes to make you comfortable at home. And we can rejoice that this is happening when the weather is good. Oh, my God, if this was in the winter. Yeah, could you imagine we were still in oh February, January when the snow oh was hitting? Oh, my God. Like, every time I think about that, I, again, I feel like I'm going to pass out. Like, just the thought of being told that we have to stay home and we can't do anything and it's snowing and icing outside. I would... I don't even want to know what I would do. But... And then... The other part of this that people don't talk about, because you said something that also reminded me of this point. All we have is each other. There are people out there that don't have anybody. There are people in shelters. There are people who are homeless. There are people in abusive families, mm -hmm. right? You know, right now, somewhere, God forbid, but it's happening. Somewhere, someone's getting raped. Someone's getting abused because they're forced to stay home as long as they have been because the rest of the world won't get it together. So if, if anyone has an ounce of decency left in their bodies, think about those people. Think about all the people who used work and school and leaving the house for, for other things as a way to escape and a way to get help. And now that's taken away from them. You're prolonging this. Exactly. And I, I know it might get swept under the rug because the news isn't focusing on other things right now. But as soon as we start getting back to normalcy, we're going to hear about so many missing kids. We're going to hear about so many missing women. Again, because now their abusers have them there all the time. And there's nowhere to go. And there's nowhere to go. There are help hotlines out there that they're telling if you're in such a situation, you can call this number. But those have always existed. And how much help are you really going to get? How much help get? can we really... And then people are going to be hesitant to go help you now when you call because they're worried about the virus. So they might send a police car over, like what happened in the States. And guess what happened to the person when the police came? They shot and killed the person in the house. Yep. So it's like, what can you do? On all sides, you're screwed because people are so selfish and people just won't stay home can like this is a dream come true there's a bad virus all we need from you is to stay home no one's asking you to go to war no one's asking you to sell your property no one's asking you to sacrifice anything all well as 
anything physical. All they're asking us to do is stay home and separate. How hard is that to do? And you know what? There is another side of the coin that says, you know, what about my bills? Who's going to pay my bills? Mm -hmm. And all these other things that come into play. And I understand that, you know, I I have rent to pay, bills to pay, groceries to buy. And, you know, maybe EI may not, it could come, maybe it won't. Mm-hmm. But in all honesty, I, you got to do what's right for those around you. And if that's the kind of help you need, then I implore you to please get a hold of the government. Send as many emails to whoever it is that need to be emailed and get on top of these, these, these care packages mm-hmm. and, and government supports. So you can get yourself to stay home. And if you can't, then please just make sure you're washing your hands. You're social distancing yourself from people and you're and you're not congregating. Mm-hmm. Do your best for those that are out there fighting the fight, working on the front lines because they have no choice. Yeah. Do your best for your own and for other people's safety that you may be around. Because I know you don't have a choice Mm -hmm. this is what you have to do and and i implore you you know because again i had the luxury of staying home where you don't and i'm not trying to say that you know you're selfish in any shape or form you need to do what you need to do and i respect that but i don't respect it if you're doing what you need to do without thinking of other people's and yourself's safety Mm -hmm. and what's at risk here Packing up inside of a bus is not a good idea. Yep. Honestly, bite the bullet and pay the Uber fee. Pay a taxi if you have to. I'm sure you can figure it out somehow. Carpool with people. Maybe just two, three of you at most. Mm -hmm. Just do the best you can do to be safe. Yeah. And just to close, don't panic. Don't give in to the fear. You're right. It's easier said than done. But statistically, coronavirus has not killed as many people as some of the most horrible viruses this world has seen has. Right? There are so many others. And this virus is more fightable than meets the eye. Yeah. There are so many people who have gotten it and survived. There are so many people who have gotten it and it actually didn't affect them at all. And we'll never know who those people are because they're not even showing symptoms. Mind you. It's just that they can pass it, but they're not even getting sick. And don't forget, you were also telling me and everyone else that people who are being tested positive for these cases, they've been tested weeks ago. Yeah. The results that are coming in are not, every time they say new. It's not. It's not new. Per se. Per se. Yeah. It's just newly discovered because they finally got the test results back. So we're, they're playing catch up with a virus that is spreading fast. That's yeah. all it really is. You know, and I and we know how sensational the news can be. And I really wish they would report in a more positive way. Instead of saying, oh, 400 more today, up 15% than yesterday. How about saying 8,000 more people recovered today? Right. Put it in a more positive sense. I get that they also need to make people understand the urgency. And I and I agree with that point. Mm -hmm. But don't Don't dramatize. Yeah. Don't think of it as the end of the world because it's really not. 
right as long as you take care of yourself a lot of people who have gotten it have had mild symptoms they've been able to recover at home prince charles how old is prince charles <laughs> and he recovered in less than a and then a week of us finding out he had it yeah like the guy is okay anyway he's a royal person i'm gonna <laughs> yeah that's not the guy <laughs> But he's, he's old. the guy. He is old and he lived. Lots of other old people got it and lived. And don't forget, people, right? we that that serious flu that was flying around hitting everybody. You could have that could have been coronavirus for all you know. I still think it was. I think it's been out since November, December. Tons of people got sick in November, December. They had the serious flu. They had the horrible phlegm. Even our own son had a fever for like almost a week. We, yeah. He could not, and it was like 102, 103 for a solid go down, week. And at that time, we thought it was just a bad cold. But no, in retrospect, he could have had it too, but that was way back in like December, right? And he's And fine. none of us got sick and, you know, whatever. So all I'm saying is, it's not the end of the world. There are other things out there right now that are killing more people. For sure. Cancer is killing people. Smoking is killing people. <laughs> for sure. Unsafe sex is killing people. For sure. Like, and no one's doing half the stuff they're doing right now over that it's just really been sensationalized yes it's a it's an it's a pandemic and it's serious but it's also been sensationalized so don't get caught up in the fear and the anxiety because guess what fear and anxiety also weaken your immune system and make you more susceptible to getting sick and you'll panic and do foolish things trust me i almost did yeah stress can kill you okay so do your part be safe but stay don't clean. freak out you're saying stay clean and all i can think about is drugs every time you say stay clean that's funny <laughs> that's but now i need to think of something else to say be safe yes and stay home bada bing bada boom walfers are staying home in this room well, not exactly this room but, yeah, but yeah, <laughs>